Welcome back to another episode of Extra Credit, a weekly podcast from the National Association of Credit Management, where you can expect to hear from different credit professionals each Friday. We'll help you stay informed about the latest in the B2B credit world. My name is Anna Caroline Caruso, an editorial associate here at NACM. Now let's dive into this week's top stories. First, we're taking a look at how supply chain disruptions may be here to stay. Sean Papperman is the director of Order Fulfillment at Baltimore Aircoil Company. He says handling supply snags may become a permanent responsibility for the credit department. This has dragged on long enough now that on the supply chain side of my job, we're all talking about how this may be normal. And if you can't deliver on time, obviously that's got a downstream effect on cash flow. It's got a downstream effect on profitability. So I think credit has gotten more difficult in a lot of ways. He says any one incident alone would not have been enough to create the supply chaos like we're seeing today, but rather a combination of factors is what caused the serious widespread disruptions. So we're not what we're not seeing is the demand side slow down at all. And because of that, you know, it exacerbates every other problem throughout the supply chain. You know, you throw in logistics challenges with ocean shipping, you throw in a trucking shortage uh, with drivers. You start adding all of these things together. Every time there's a little bit more of a disruption, it's sending bigger and bigger shockwaves through the supply chains. Supply disruptions lead to a slew of other problems for credit professionals. Faith Paget is a credit manager with Farm Direct Supply. Her company has experienced everything from an increase in disputes to a loss in revenue because of the supply chain crisis. We have some customers that will charge you if the product doesn't get there. So they're always going to get their product. If that means somebody else doesn't get it, well, that's what happens. Um, But in that case, we will try and buy to prevent that from happening. And sometimes we lose money. She says the long shipping times are especially difficult to navigate while being in the produce industry. We're in the produce industry. So, you know, it's time sensitive. It's critical. You know, if stuff can't transit across the border, some of that stuff's going bad. Papperman says while you can't necessarily control supply chain disruptions from an external standpoint, you can do your best to mitigate the impact internally. The companies that have had greater flexibility have had much greater success. If you've not learned to be flexible and think outside the box, I think you're not going to probably survive this. Check out the full story in the most recent e-news. Supply disruptions, when combined with labor shortages and inflation, have the potential to cause serious damage to the economy. Norm Cowie is the director of credit at Paramount EO. Cowie, like so many others, is waiting for the other shoe to drop, following what's been a year of robust economic activity. We had record sales last year. We had record collections last year. We had zero bad debt for the entire year. So all this wonderful news scares the heck out of me, you know, because I'm saying, what, you know, where's the crash going to be? You know, when's that going to fall apart? When you have the economy going very quickly like it is right now, you have to say, what can what is the thing that could make that blow up? I can think of a few different things. Businesses have heard rumors of a possible U.S. recession for weeks now, but much of the talk has been hot and cold. Cowie says he does not see the same red flags that came before the Great Recession, but other factors are reason for alarm. I can see the buildup the same way that it was building up, but it's not being built up on the same house of cards. I don't think the situation that would create 2008 would be replicated. But I do think that a recession could happen for other reasons. Anytime the Federal Reserve starts to tighten monetary policy, it's normally a sign of financial distress. Don Burrell is a regional credit manager with Schlumberger Technology Corporation. He says raising interest rates could spell trouble if not done carefully. 
I think the big question mark is, you know, at what point in time does the Fed start raising interest rates? You know, if they get the interest rate right, we'll be okay. If they go too far the other way, that could definitely put us into a recession. If they don't go far enough, then inflation continues to to spiral out of control and eventually earnings can't keep up. That full story also can be found in the most recent e-news. That's all for this week's episode of Extra Credit. We'll be back next Friday, but until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn and sign up for weekly e-news and blog notifications. In the meantime, you also can register for any of next week's webinars, Five Ways to Succeed in Cross-Border Commerce on Monday, a 2022 Chemical Industry Outlook also on Monday, and Generational Diversity and Why It Matters on Wednesday. Wednesday.